0: You have to eat the dream. You have to sleep the dream. You have to dream the dream. You got to touch, you have to see it when nobody else sees it. You have to feel it when it's not tangible. You have to believe it when you cannot see it. You got to be possessed with the dream. The dream. Yeah. What's up, guys? Welcome to Straight from the Chest. My name is Justin Groth, and I'm your host, guys welcome if you're new thank you for listening if you're listening to me for any length of time i appreciate you you already know that guys i want to talk to you today about adherence and you know i know that every single one of us at least at one point in our life have gone through a diet or attempted a diet and that isn't the easiest thing and we all know that now if you're a discipline type of personality like myself you can adhere to anything for any for any stent of time you can you can pretty much do anything is it is it is it is it joyful no is it is it is it um is it something that is serving you yes but it's only for a time period because you're doing it for something right there's a goal in mind but what if you had to diet for the rest of your life and you had to diet because you had to be healthier. And this is the only way to eat. Someone told you, you know, you hired a coach. He said, this is how you have to eat. You need to eat these five foods. That's it. Or else, you know, you're not going to get into the shape that you want. You're not going to have your health that your health biomarkers aren't going to be met. And, you know, something detrimental could happen to you. How hard would it be to adhere to that if that's something that you didn't find any kind of zeal in and it didn't it didn't meet your lifestyle requirements, you know, whether, you know, with whatever you're going going on in your life, let's say you have a hectic life and you're a single mom and you and, and you got doing this over here and this over here and you got kids practices and you got, you know, lunches and dinners and breakfast to make. And and then on top of that, your specialized diet. If it's something that is so, is so difficult to put in place, even if you have discipline and even if you structure your routine to fit the needs of this diet, how well can you sustain that and adhere to that for any length of time? It's going to be pretty difficult, but let's say you hire a coach and the coach says, look man or girl, woman, these are the needs that I need you to meet. So these are your protein, your carbohydrate, and your fat needs, requirements that I need you to meet. These are the numbers. As long as your calories are this, X, your micronutrients, vitamins, minerals, et cetera, are X, and your protein requirements are X, and you meet all these Xs, so to speak, then you're golden. You're going to make progression. You're going to lose the weight. Your biomarkers are going to, are going to elevate to the point where you're healthy or you're, I'm sorry, they're going to be, your biomarkers are going to improve rather. You're going to be like, okay, so you're telling me all I have to do is meet these specific numbers and I can do it however I want with however, whatever kind of foods I want, right? Provided you don't have any allergens, et cetera, to different foods. And that coaches, yes. And so this is a stark difference from what you're used to with, you know, a person saying you need to eat these five foods and these measures and that's it. And there's very little taste. There's very little zeal associated with any of the, of the, of the foods because they're bland, they're boring. So you have this other coach that says the exact opposite, but the common denominator with both coaches are that a certain requirement of calories is met and protein are met and micronutrients and it's it's let's also throw in fiber. All those needs are met, they're all equated. But on one end of the spectrum, you have so much more flexibility, on the other end, you don't. It's very rigid. So we got flexibility and you got rigidness. Some psychological profiles can deal with the rigidness and for a long duration of time, but eventually, even those people will crap out eventually. Whereas on the other hand, the flexibility parameters you can easily meet those and you can it can almost feel like you're not dieting and you look forward to meals and they're tasty and they fit your micronutrient and macronutrient profile needs etc and before you know it you're progressing and you're making strides in your health and you haven't really adjusted your life all that much now it's difficult to make those foods but let's say you have a a meal prep company that does it for you and you get all your meals shipped in all your needs are met everything right okay how easy is it to adhere to that specific flexible structure as opposed to the rigid structure both of them are going to meet your needs not only calorically but biomarker health-wise And they're both going to progress you towards the goals that you want in your weight, health, etc. So both have a common denominator, but there's two different adherences. One is very rigid and one is flexible, has flexibility. The one that has flexibility, also tastiness and all types of other things tethered to it, it's going to be a lot easier to adhere to. So you'll stick with that one far more than you will with the rigid one. Now, this is true in our lives with things that we engage in, endeavors that we engage in, people that we engage in. These things are very very true and evident in what we do in life. They apply in our life. You could start something. You could start a venture in something. And you you have this you have this initial authentic desire to do it. And then once you get going, you might end up listening to people they might tell you certain things and you may take it as like this is constructive for me and because the person is a good person and you know they mean well you think maybe this is God using this person to evolve me right in the in the in the endeavor that I'm in because he's trying to mold me into what he wants so you take what they're saying and you you know you you apply it but then slowly down the road, you feel like you're losing yourself. You're losing a little bit of who you are because you're now trying to shift the mold to fit not necessarily what they say because you've now associated and, and, and merged God into it and you're going to obey God, right? We're all going to, we all have a fear of God or at least we should. So you're going to fear that godly aspect like you you don't want to mess up for God. You want to do what God is trying, what you think he's trying to do or he may be trying to do even though you don't know. None of us know. So you're you're trying to merge yourself into this specific type of person in this venture, in this endeavor, whatever. And do the things that this these people are telling you because they're good sources and you may feel like God is using them for the right reasons to evolve you. And meanwhile, let's fast forward a year or two years or three years down the road and you're like, wait, that's not even how I want to do this shit. And the reason why you realize that is because you come to a point where you don't have the same zeal you once had. And you don't have the same in, inspiring notion to, to, pro, to progress and to, to actually keep going. You, you almost come to a stop and you're like, wait, this doesn't feel like it once felt. And if anything, this should be actually progressing forward. Why isn't it? Why isn't it progressing forward? Are you listening to people and not yourself? Are you listening too much to people and what they have to say, even though it's constructive criticism and they're doing it because they love you and you believe that they have—they don't have any ill agenda at, at the forefront or is it that you just or is it that you're just you're just wanting to be your best and you think this is the best way how cuz you've never done this before and so instead of doing it blindly with no with nobody to say anything you're taking bits of information From people as criticism, constructive criticism, to better circumvent your operation. When in reality, this is the main thing that's going to keep you adherent, because it's not tasty anymore. You don't have a zeal for it anymore. It's, if anything, it's losing its luster to the point where you start to say, "Why the fuck am I doing this now?" I've effectively omitted pieces of me along the way for the appeal or appeasement of others because I think that God wants to use them in my life. And although he may be, you don't know that for sure because if you're anything like me, you can take both arguments and they both feel viscerally sound. Let me give you an example or what I mean by that. On one end of the spectrum, you could say this person is being used for the right reasons in my life. This person is saying these things and it's, and it's, it's to supercharge me in ways of evolvement or, or evolution that I would not have otherwise because God's using them in my life. I can, I can justify that. You know what I can also justify? My whole entire life before this going, um, Pretty well and actually circumventing itself into where it needs to go because God has had his reign, his his hand on the reins the whole entire time and he's not gonna let up. Why would he now? And I didn't listen to people then to get me to the point where I am now in this endeavor. So also, why don't I just listen to myself? I can justify that too, because I feel good with what I say. I feel good with what I do. I feel good with my actions, even if they're not the norm. That's also what God put in me, a uniqueness that's unlike anyone else's. But if I coagulate different elements of other people together and merge them with mine, well, then I'm not 100% myself. And then I'm not authentic I'm not, I'm not as genuine as I could be. I'm not as boisterous in my uniqueness. And I'm leaving a lot on the table effectively because of that. Then you become resentful. Then you, be, then you get into a negative space. And that's not good either. So what to do? How do you discern you can't, you can't, you have to let time run its course and you have to make the best move that you think is right at the, at the wet, whatever time you think it's right to make it, you have to, maybe, maybe you have to stop listening Maybe you have to stop taking criticism in all of its forms, accolades and all and just obscure yourself from the masses or from the select few. Because one major component to you that you don't want to lose is yourself in the process and you want to remain adherent You want to remain adherent. So just like the diet, both of them have the common denominator of getting you to where you want to go. But one has a lifeline. I'm sorry. One, not a lifeline. One has a, a life expectancy and the other one does not. The other one can keep going. I mean, arguably, this is all light, there's all an expectancy on life. But for 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 parameters of this of this particular argument, one has a life expectancy and it's short-lived. And the other one does not. Which one are you gonna choose? The one that you can do organically every single day. It becomes autonomous to you and you love it and you look forward to it or the one that you look forward to in the beginning, but now it's becoming dreadful because it's so rigid and you've adopted all these different elements that make it rigid because you think it's for your best progression or you think it's for your, it's, it's, it's for your best interest. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's not. Maybe you need to venture over here and do the tasty thing, the thing that makes you makes you enthralled and encapsulated over it. And the thing that makes you happy and joyful while you do it. And those words are not to be taken lightly. Happy and joyful, those are not those are not minuscule words to just throw out. Like they don't mean anything. They mean a lot. Not doing those things, no, or, or I'm sorry, not doing the diet that's that's seemingly tasty, and 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 also, but also at the same time, nutritious and and helps you, in in your health markers and in your blood levels and helps you to get to your goal. It's the same thing as the other one, just one's not so rigid. The one thing you need is adherence and compliance because that is going to translate into consistency and that's what wins the race. So think about this. It's going to be really hard to discern where you're supposed to go, where your sweet spot is. And to be honest with you, every time you find your sweet spot, it's going to shift. So you're going to have to search for another area or you're not searched to another sweet spot because it's going to keep shifting and once you find it it's going to shift again that's you evolving but if you take an inventory of your life and how God's led you in your life if you've remained true to yourself and true to who you are from an authentic stance you're not going to lose this battle you just won't and I got to talk to myself while I'm talking to you, because if you haven't already figured out, I'm talking to myself right now, but I'm not going to deliver anything else on this podcast because I don't know any better. I'm not a smart guy. I'm only some selectively smart, man. And I'm only smart in certain things that I give a shit about. And the things that I give a shit about are things that I put all of my heart into. And along the ways in life, one thing that's taught me that I've put a lot of my heart, all my heart into are people. And God showed me that. I don't think he'd take me this far and then convolute the process with different criticisms that He that I think I think he's trying to tell me through this person that I need to evolve through. I don't think that's the case. I could be wrong. I've been wrong multiple times in my life, but I just don't think that's the case. I don't know. We will see. But I do know this. I do know when it comes to dieting that adherence wins wins the race, that consistency is going to win the race. That's going to provide the outcome. And when you get there, it's not going to be like you tried, even though you did, but you did it in the most pragmatic way possible. So I need you to just think about your life. Think about where you're going. Think about your endeavors. Think about why you even do the things that you're doing. I've said that multiple times. Think about why or what gave you the zeal in the first place. And if you've lost that or if you've gained more. And if you've lost it, you may need to circumvent it. To fit the description of who you are. Because oftentimes we lose the description of who we are because we pay attention to the description of what other people say we are. And that's not healthy. And that's not going to keep us adherent. And that's not going to win the race. Done.